0: Host
1: Beth Ann, and I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer and get on with the show. We will have Daniel Turner on with us today, and I'm I'm excited to see what's going on. And oh, it's just crazy! Let's go to the Lord in prayer for such a time as this. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we give thanks to you for all the blessings you have given us. We thank you, Father, that you are a forgiving, loving God. And that you love us so much. You take us right as we are. But you love us too much to leave us there. Thank you, Father. And we ask for your forgiveness. Because we know, I know that I fail you every single day. We thank you, Father, for the natural blessings and the beauty of this earth. Even though this is after it was destroyed. Lord, we know that. You have blessed us in so many ways. In this nation, the natural resources that are at our disposal so that we can have life more comfortably. We ask for your protection upon this administration, Father. Most of all, Father, I ask that you will lead this administration. We know that they are taking us down a path that is the wrong path. We know that they are leading us to destruction. And I pray for your protection from that and your guidance for those, your children, who are fighting the battles here on this earth, here in this country. And guard us, Father. Keep the evil one at bay. Equip us. Make us good stewards and equip us, Father, in every way so that we can have courage and boldness and wisdom as we walk and try to make sense and and bring this nation back to you. Use us, Father, each one of us. Use CSE Talk Radio and use Power of the Future. Father, I just pray that it will not be for any one of us. It will not be for me, but it will be for your glory, Alpha Father. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's just life in general, that there are things in my youth, I assume there probably are in your youth, that you remember vividly, and other things, <laughs> which I do not, probably many things I should remember that I have forgot. The screen door slamming and mama keeping the, yelling to keep the door shut. Just go in or go out. Quit doing it both. <laughs> Don't just stand there staring in the refrigerator door. Get what you need and close it. Lots of silly memories, for which we probably share in common. But, as I've mentioned before, my third grade teacher, Mr. Fielder, used to walk around the classroom, and he'd say, what fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? I may not have understood the complete depth of his little verse, but even as an eight-year-old, I knew that... uh, it was something to stop and think about. I didn't know the, sources of, the source of this line, and maybe this isn't the original source, but it came from a song, and I just found that out a few years ago. A song called Downhearted. I've never heard the song. It says, ever since we've been... Now, I've changed the words. I've changed the words. Because he's talking about a lost sweetheart, and I've changed the words. Ever since we've parted... I've been downhearted. Whoever thought that I would miss you so? Oh, please come back, I begged. Please, Lady Liberty, please. What fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? Now I am the one I outsmarted, and I am downhearted. I lost the truest love I'll ever know. Oh, how I yearn for truth and freedom in my life once again. And I will be downhearted till then. Oh, please come back, I beg you, please, Lady Liberty, please. And then the verse goes on to say, What fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? Well, what fools are we (laughs) that we are so easily deceived in this world? We are like naive little children believing all that we are told. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear two masks. Wear masks outside. No, not outside. Six feet, three feet, it goes on and on and on. In just 100 days, the current administration has managed to take this country to a place many of us thought wasn't possible. I guess I was missing the forest, or only seeing the trees, or or was I seeing the trees and missing the forest? Whichever the case, I never thought that Americans, brothers and sisters Americans, could hate our country so much that they are willing to burn it down and destroy its young lives. What fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? I've never forgotten that saying. I don't know how many times Mr. Fielder actually repeated it, but it stuck with me. Are we too close to see the bigger picture? That's another saying. We're just too close to see what's really happening. I think Americans have been too busy to realize how taken we have been. The deception led by our politicians for decades upon decades has been... The greatest hoax of all against our liberty. They try to change the language, convince us outsiders in our nation, can call the shots like in voting. They create imagined crises, made up crises to gain control. They pretend to give us social programs again, to gain control and to make us dependent upon them. They want to remove or restrict certain unalienable rights in the pretense of safety, such as our Second Amendment. They want to control our speech and our worship for the lie of systemic racism. They they are now trying to convince us of stupid science. (laughs) More than two sexes, they say now they're six. We need to stop being the fools, America. Remember the useful idiots we've talked about? Let's not be one of those. Truth always wins. It always wins out. But what will be the timeline? Let's make it sooner rather than later for the sake of our posterity, for life, for liberty, for happiness, for property and prosperity. Our guest today is Daniel Turner with Power Power the Future and there's a lot that's going on, and, of course, we celebrated Earth Day last week, and we talked about that a little bit Friday. But, Daniel, how are you doing today?
2: Oh, and it's always wonderful to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: No, oh, you're more than welcome. We enjoy it every time. In fact, I got a letter today uh, telling me how much they enjoy Daniel Turner when he's on the show. So you've got a well, fan club out you. here. You certainly do. Thank you do for that,
2: that writer. Man, yeah. I appreciate that very much.
1: Yeah, she's she's a Missourian. It's it's a local one, but uh, uh, well, we've had many people uh, talk about how good they they appreciate you when you're on the air. So we do a good job jargon back and forth, I guess, and uh, trying to bring sense out of the nonsense that's going on. But what's on your heart today? What's really got you going today?
2: Well, right as we're speaking, there's a very important Senate hearing going on that I've been trying to pay attention. To turn off now because I don't want to be distracted from my hour <laughs> with you and your wonderful listeners. Um, but I don't think I am smart enough to walk and chew gum at the same time. So listening to you and having this dialogue and watching the Senate hearing is not gonna work. But it's it it, it,
0: uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Senate hearing.
1: Now, we're having a little trouble with your phone there, Daniel. We can't hear you. You Is it your first second? Hang on. Do it again. Talk again.
2: Yeah. Well, so...
1: yeah, it's cutting out. We're only hearing a couple of words at a time. But we're headed into a break, so we're going to try and fix that. We'll fix that as we uh, head into this break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit his website, powerthefuture.com, or go to my website and just click on the little lightning bolt. Powerthefuture.com with Daniel Turner. And you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. And Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back.
0: Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. 800-296-1213. 800-296-1213. That's
1: 800-296-1213. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code Beth and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner, and I think we've maybe got it fixed. I'm not sure. Reception comes and goes sometimes. That's just uh, the life of the cell phones, isn't it, Daniel? Um, But you were talking about what's going on, and uh, they're having a live hearing, or I guess that's what you call it. And let's talk about that a little bit. I got that flashed up on my computer earlier today, and I didn't click Mm -hmm. on it because it was live, and I knew I'd be distracted.
2: (laughs) <laughs> well it's the senate committee on natural resource and i hope my signal now works i've gone to a new location and hung up and called again maybe it just needed That's a reboot so like our country like our country oh needs my. a reboot it does. <laughs> um, it does. but but it's an important committee uh hearing because it is about the use of federal land for oil and gas development and i was i was as i was saying earlier I don't like to have to put my faith in in politicians. I don't like to have to put my faith in Joe Manchin right now. But Joe Manchin (laughs) is in whom we have our hope because he is the chair. He's from an energy state, West Virginia. And even though he is uh, a Democrat, he pretends to be a fairly pro-energy. Exactly. And, And this is a huge hearing, and it does affect West Virginia. It really affects states like Oklahoma, Colorado, Alaska, New Mexico, not Texas, because Texas has a lot of private land, and so um, it, it doesn't have the same federal regulations in Texas. God bless Texas. But it yeah. is important because it's one to be the few times that the, the Senate and Congress can actually weigh in on what the Biden administration will just go ahead and do anyway. The Senate will speak, but I don't have any faith in, in the Interior Secretary, Deb Holland. I don't have any faith mm. in Joe Biden, who, who is not really the president. We all know that. I don't have faith in Kamala Harris, who is the de facto president, or Barack Obama, who is in his third terms. And so even though they'll have this <laughs> hearing about the use of federal land, I am still worried that the administration will move forward with with rules that will really punish this industry, and we will all feel the effects.
1: Absolutely, I have I have something here, and I don't know if you've seen this. This uh, this gentleman actually wrote a book. His name's Michael Snyder on the economic collapse, and he's got ten signs. Well, I'm just going to jump to sign six, and he's talking about earlier this month, and I, I had read this. Um, just some of his information on lumber, um, but he's got the shared data and, and how everything, the prices on commodities have gone up in just the, over the last year. Lumber has increased 265%, but these are the ones that I thought you would be most interested in, and maybe you already know, but it's talking about the West Texas Intermediate, uh, the WTI crude, is up 210%, gasoline 182%, bread crude is up 163%, and heating oil is up 107%, natural gas is up 43%. And There's other things listed here. I wasn't going to get into all of those, but this energy, <laughs> these things affect everything, so if they go up, everything's gonna go up. I mean it's got the corn and the copper and the soybeans and the sugar and the cotton and all that. It's got all and every bit of it has gone up. But it's gonna go up higher and the more that our energy costs us, the more everything's going to cost us. And that's just yeah. a fact.
2: Yeah, and, and, and I've said this before on your show. There's there was no doubt that it could only go up. Somewhat, because we were at record lows because of the COVID-driven pandemic. We were at record <laughs> low <laughs> demand. Exactly. So would hard to go up a little bit. But the reason that I am truly concerned is because now we will be eating into the supply. The reason why is because we will have these fracking bans. We will have, like this hearing today, can we earn on federal land for oil and gas, something we have done as a country forever will we continue to be able to do that? And if we don't, all these little steps will make the supply of oil and gas dwindle. And if the supply goes down and the demand continues to rise, well, economics says all that's going to happen is the price is going to go up. And as you said, this is the myopy of of the left, which really, really irks me. And this is their just general – and that's a polite word. This is the stupidity of the left. But as you said, when energy goes up – food prices go up, lumber goes up, everything goes up, everything manufactured, because energy runs the world. And so if if we make energy expensive, we make everything we buy, eat, trade, consume, ship, everything becomes more expensive. And that's, that's the real problem. And that's the real beauty of this industry, but the real danger when fools like Joe Biden and AOC get to tinker with this industry.
1: You know, you mentioned Obama a little bit ago, and I believe he's behind most of this. And I believe, I almost believe that he got so upset about Donald Trump winning the election that he's punishing the American people. Of course, this is the direction he was taking us anyway, but he was going a little slower. Mm-hmm. But now that he's got his third term, he's, uh, he's gonna kick it into high gear, and he's got people like AOC helping him. And, uh, you know, I haven't heard much out of Bernie lately, but. They're they're out to destroy this country, and I don't know any other way to put it. That's exactly what they're doing, and we're just sitting here with our our jaws dropped, thinking, "What happened?" You know, <laughs> and, and we've got to get going on it. I I did a show yesterday about we keep saying, "Wake up, America," but what does that look like, Daniel? We yeah. need to get busy. And, and,
2: and you you said in your opening dialogue, you mentioned the hundred day mark, which is technically tomorrow, the twenty eighth mm-hmm. is yeah. the hundred day mark. Um, but you look at what his accomplishments are, and I put that in air quotes, accomplishments, and you look at the type of person he ran as, right? Remember, he ran as the, I'm not radical Bernie, I'm not exactly, like, I am the moderate, I am the heal this country, come together, the soul of the nation, all of these talks he gave over and over again, and then you can look at what actual policies he's put in place. Now, some of them we knew he was going to put in place. Um, and he did it under this idea of compassion and kindness, like the border crisis, the fact that it's worse than ever. How is that compassionate or kind? I don't know. But other policies he 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 just flat out lied about, especially when it comes to the energy industry. Um, and the way he has punished it because he's rewarding the environmental left uh, who supported him, and he's rewarding the radicals to keep them appeased. But this was not the platform he ran on. And and uh, he won't get called out on it though, and that's the difference between him and and anyone else. Uh, the the way the media just carries the water for him.
1: You know, I was watching the news last night, like I do every night, and I really thought the big story last night was going to be this this revelation of what John Kerry has done. Mm. And nobody, well, Newsmax did, but nobody else talked about it. Hannity did a whole show, I don't know how many times he showed how that guy broke his foot, kicking the other guy in the, you know, in the wrestling ring. And, uh, but he didn't talk about what John Kerry did, which I believe was treasonous. And, and you know, the, the news is just not giving us the important stuff. So, we're not going to hear this, these prices on M- MSNBC or CNN or ABC or CBS, or I, I guess not even on Fox these days. It's I'm And I still watch it, I'm not a... I'm not anti anything yet, but it's just, it's, uh, it's curious to me that what's really mm-hmm. affecting the American people in their homes, in their communities, we're not talking about that. Other, yeah, we're talking no. about COVID and we're talking about the violence, but this is our pocketbooks. And they say, well, everybody votes their pocketbooks. Why aren't we talking more about it?
2: Yeah. And, and it shows the difference of, of, uh Just how the media and, and the entertainment world really can dictate national <laughs> policy and national sentiment, right? That the the, the one hundred year um, um, uh, approval ratings has come out, and they have said that Joe Biden is at fifty two percent. But if you look at any of our late night comedy shows, if you look at uh, any of the media coverage. Well, of course he's at 52%. I'm surprised he's at 75% because
0: The Daily <laughs> Show and Jimmy
2: Kimmel and, and and Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert, their shows are back to just comedy and laughter and little funny quirks and skits. They're not 24-7 coverage of how bad the president is and everything the president did is wrong. That, that, that pummets a, a, a culture of disillusion, of unhappiness. Uh, and so when they say, "Well, look at the president's approval ratings. Boy, isn't that nice?" He has, you know, the media really dictating the terms of the conversation. And as you said, they're not talking about John Kerry. They're not talking about President. They're not talking about the border crisis. AOC was no. in tears at a photo shoot when there were a few thousand kids. There are twenty-five thousand unaccompanied minors. Slash, there are twenty-five thousand illegal children. In, deten- in, in cases right now, 25,000. AOC went down there with a whole group of people when the number was around four or 5,000. And Kamala Harris said it was a human rights violation and asked the U.N. to intervene. Where's all that outrage now? Because ah, it wasn't about the kids. It was Kamala about politics, can't go down it was there. About media. No VP
1: Kamala can't go down there because it's too dangerous. You know, they, no. they've got gang rapes going on. And nobody's doing anything about it. We know human trafficking is taking a huge incline in this nation, in a free country, under Democrats who claim that they love people and they love the children and they love the women and they're doing everything in these 100 days with Biden. They're doing everything they can to demean women, to, demean, to use the children, human trafficking. All I can come up with the conclusion is that's what they're for. And I hear the music. We're headed into a break. Hang on with me, Daniel. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner. His uh, Power of the Future. Visit his website, powerofthefuture.com. I saw you had uh, something on there about Governor Newsom. And uh, he's in a little bit of trouble over there in California, isn't he?
2: <laughs> he is. He much <laughs> you know, like the recount is a hustle. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, we'll see if what he does. Interesting enough is that he's trying to get the legislature to pass a disclosure law so that he can know all of the people who signed the recall. Um, I'm sure, just for curiosity's sake, right? It's not like he will. Yeah, try it's to not. not punish any of Indic- these folks. Indictive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and, and, and that rem- that brings me to a, 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 an important point, which your, your listeners need to be aware of if they're not already, is I think this is going to become one of the new battles of this administration and of just um, um, a philo- philosophical difference, to put it politely, between the right and the left in America, and it's on privacy and disclosure. Um, as I mentioned, Gavin Newsom wants to disclose all of the people who – have signed uh, the recall petition, whereas right now that is not publicly disclosed information. Um, There is a a very important... No, exactly. The Supreme Court just were willing to take up a very important case that that they had oral arguments yesterday, um, and it was about, uh, and also dealing with California, but it made it to the Supreme Court, and it goes back to when Kamala Harris was the Attorney General, and she demanded a list of all of the charitable contributions to C3 organizations, and she said that it was the right of the state to know who was funding these people. That is not the law right now. That is allowed to be kept private. I do not have to disclose my donors, and and that is a way that they can express their First Amendment right. Um, But when she was Attorney General, She sued charities, particularly Christian charities, especially around the abortion issue, to know who were the people funding them. And we remember that when the the uh, news word leaked that the founder of Chick Fil A supported the uh, in California uh, of same-sex marriage. Um, legislation and what happened to him and how the boycotts of Chick-fil-A are still being threatened all the time. Um, And then similarly, and I'll get to the the point here because it is important to discuss, um, we're seeing this with COVID passports. They want disclosure of who has the shot, who doesn't. And then finally, gun registration. Who has a gun, who doesn't, and they want that to be made public. And this is a, a huge philosophical push of the Biden administration, really of Kamala Harris, and the true socialists of the Democrat Party, is privacy is not a right anymore. Everything that you do, the government has a right to know, and they have the right to put you on a list, and that is Had- thoroughly un-American.
1: Oh, absolutely. Have you heard what's going on in Hawaii, how bad it is there? No. Well, they, uh, they are empo- uh, enforcing the, uh, the uh, COVID vaccine. And uh, somebody from Missouri actually went there. and I'm going to try and get this story straight. They took a vacation. They're pretty well off. A uh, pretty famous realtor here in the area. And he, uh, he and his wife went there. They'd already had their COVID vaccine. They even took the COVID test to make sure they didn't have anything. And uh, they still wanted them to quarantine for two weeks after they got there. And they decided to go out and eat. And they threatened to arrest them. So they decided um, to board a plane and come back home. Now, can you imagine? Yeah, this is a tourist state. Yeah. That's mainly what it is, is a tourist state. And they're going to make you quarantine for two weeks when you come in there. Most people only get two weeks of vacation. And, uh, I mean, it's just ridiculous
2: what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and this level of privacy and and disclosure of of your social media disclosure of your uh your beliefs, disclosure of you know and I think to a certain extent this is also why they're interested in mail in ballots. Why the left is interested in mail in ballots because they get to control a little bit who is voting and who you're voting Absolutely. for and as opposed to the, the 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 booth where you just kind of show up and you and you and you vote and you leave and you walk out the door. Um so this is going to be a, a a big battle for us versus the, the, the socialists of the left is they do like putting people on lists. They do like putting people uh, in groups and have them monitored. and That's uh, the word I'm looking for, Bethann, categorize.
1: categorizing us. yes, yes. Labeling yes. us. We are in corners away from each other. You keep the the black people over here, the white people over there, the Asians over there, the Christians over here. You keep them all separated and you can convince each one of them that the other guy over there in the corner is their enemy. And then you've got them all bickering while you get take all their liberties, all their rights, their land, yeah. um, tax them to death, convince them that each one of them is is no good uh, and that's what they're doing to us and, and, and you know and when you were this, go ahead
2: I was going to say, and this is where I apologize, this is where you do we do long for a good press corps that does not exist mm. because an honest or truly good Thoughtful analytic press corps would be pushing the now current vice president to say, "Why do you want to know who was on this? Why do you want to know who supported this Christian charity? Like it is not curiosity. Why are you? Why did you bring lawsuit against this either group of 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 ministers or whatever this church? What you brought a lawsuit, the full power of government to demand who fund why." You have to give us a reason as to why, because that is a good question. But the press, of course, would never push Kamala Harris in that direction because they agree with her. And so they will just ignore it. And this goes back to what we said before the break. The media drives a lot of our national sentiment. And when they push issues that they care about, the country seems to be all at peace like it is right now. But when they push issues that they think has to divide the country, like four years of the Trump administration, people say, oh, boy, so much turmoil. The media is not our friend.
1: I had an office manager years and years ago in a facility where I worked, and she used to say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And uh, I was watching as they were playing something Jim Acosta was when they when he's questioning, you know, Trump and some of his press corps, and now that he, they're questioning, if you call it that, uh, uh, Biden and some of his press corps, and the difference is day and night. It's obvious, mm-hmm. and the American people see it, and the American people are done with it. I really think the majority of people are done with it, but they don't mm-hmm. know what to do now that they're awake. That's why I say, what does awake really look like? It looks like yeah. people getting, throw the masks off. You tell them, nope, that's not going to happen. You don't want me here? Okay, I'll take my money somewhere else. And you'll see other businesses popping up, mask-free, come on in, <laughs> which yeah. is why they're wanting to mandate it. And it's not just the masks. It's the masking. It's what they're doing to everyone. This, the, uh, the masking of, of, of our energy crisis is not true. It's it's not true, but they're gonna take every advantage like the new Green Deal or the Green New Deal. And like this fourteen uh 008 executive order. I don't know if you've read that yet or not, it's kinda lengthy. But this to take the land. Thirty thirty, the land and the water. 30, yep. Why do they why do they well it's not, they're not gonna stop at that. It'll it'll increase, but it goes back to what you were talking about that they're discussing today. You know, our energy mm-hmm. uh Industry using federal land.
2: Which is why they are doing a lot of these things via executive order, because they are, uh, you you do have to find it, you do have to read about it, it has to get reported. Um, Congress, for as much as they have tremendous shortcomings, Congress is at least a little bit more transparent in the fact that anything brought to committee or to the floor is public record. Um, Executive orders aren't that way, and if people don't report about them, then people don't necessarily, the public doesn't necessarily know it's been enacted. And that's why there's no appetite in, in the Biden administration or in the radical left to bring air and light to any of these subjects. They don't want the Green New Deal debated or discussed. They don't want any of these things brought to public. They just want them enacted. Uh, and 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 they will much rather have it be done by executive order um, where it's quieter and more, more nefarious than having the people actually get involved.
1: No, and Hollywood, I, I think the music's playing. And Hollywood, you know, with their <laughs> their failed uh, uh, drama and uh, award ceremony, whatever, call that, uh, this weekend, uh, I don't think they care. I don't think they care that they don't have viewers. They're so narcissistic and caught up in themselves. I don't think they care if anybody else is watching. They don't know which side that bread is buttered. And here's some music. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Daniel Beth that will be right back. <laughs>
0: If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers... A free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. 800-378-3212. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212.
1: That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your
0: insurance directly.
1: Call now and say goodbye to
0: finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778.
1: Join Jason Chavis Tuesday, May 4th for VK Foundation's 29th Annual Pro-Life Event. Jason is a former congressman and now a Fox News contributor. While serving as representative, Jason rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Only the fifth time in 100 years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Jason is passionate about the value of life, and so is Vite. Vite's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women who are facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Don't miss Jason Schaffetz. May 4th, reserve your seat today for either the luncheon or the dinner event. Go to adsforlife.org. Join Jason Chavez and the VT Foundation May 4th Jefferson City at the Capitol Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Register now before the event sells out.
0: And we have returned.
1: You're listening to Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of this Hour of the Day, especially when Daniel and Beth Ann get together. It just goes so fast. There's so much going on, and and, uh, like you said, we don't have an honest media. Uh, We have voices like me out here trying to do the very best we can. But American people are going to have to to truly stand up and start taking their rights back or, or acknowledging them because nobody can take them away. You know, they can't really take them away. They're God given. They can stifle them. They can restrict you if you let them. But we've got to do mm-hmm. something to stand up. They're going to take our property. That's what they want to do. And, uh, that's what this executive order 14008 is. There are people on, the uh, uh, out in the West that are fighting that and helping other communities, t- you know, to fight it. Honestly, to fight it. And, uh, you know, we've got to do these things, and what you're dealing with, um, you know, it all goes together because that's why they want to restrict the land. It's because they want to take the industry away, the uh, energy industry. They want to stifle it. They want to control it. They want to take it away from the private industry, private uh, uh, producers. And uh, I'm just going to let you kind of take off on that because it's, it's just something that we have got to do. How can my listeners help power the future? How can we help? Oh,
2: How can we do well, that? thank you. Yeah, I, I, probably the best way you can help, besides subscribing to our newsletter, com. Uh, the best way that anyone can help is is to really be informed on these issues and to push them when they have the opportunity. And what I mean by that is um, we are gearing up, as crazy it is to sound, we are gearing up for another election cycle. And, and interestingly enough, some of the most important, uh, states in the country in terms of their population and their importance in the presidential campaign, they'll have open Senate seats. Your wonderful seat with Roy Blunt, mm. uh, uh, retiring is, is open. Uh, and then it's not a, a, a race where, you know, that someone's running for reelection, but it's an open seat because someone is retiring, uh, or has moved on. So Roy Blunt in Missouri. Uh, um, Pennsylvania has an open seat with, with Pat Toomey, who was basically a, a useless senator for, for, uh, 12 years, has nothing to show for his record. Um, but whatever, he's, you know, move on. Good riddance to you. Just another empathy suit of the Senate, but an open seat in Pennsylvania, very important state, Ohio. Um, um, you know, kudos at least to, uh the senator there, Rob Portman, for realizing he doesn't feel like fighting anymore. He said, it's too mm-hmm. difficult. I don't want to be here. You know, I, I can't get anything done. Most people would say, well, that's the time to be a leader and, and forge a mm-hmm. path. But but at least he, like Jeff Flake and like many before him, <laughs> has said, you know what, I don't feel like fighting. I want it to be easy, as if everything in life should be easy. Now, the, 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 the spirit of our pioneer ancestors who went across the country and said, Oh, I hope it enough to walk too far to find my 40 acres and a mule. Um, so, so <laughs> there are many seats that are opening up, and people need to not just pay attention to these issues, but they need to go to, if that COVID allows, go to rallies, go to debates, go to, hey, Bill Johnson or Sarah Jones, whoever's running for the seat, is going to be at this local diner or this local pizza shop. Go and ask them really hard questions. And if you can, get them on camera. We need to start holding these these people accountable so that they don't say one thing in private, like Joe Biden has a record of doing, but then when the cameras are off, they're a totally different person. Ask them hard questions. You know, ask in Ohio Tim Ryan, who I used to like. He's a Democrat. He was always a moderate Democrat. He has totally caved into the environmental left and to the radical socialists of the Democrat Party. Tim Ryan announced he's running for the Senate in Ohio. I would love for any of your listeners in Ohio to ask him when they get the chance, as he puts on his blue jeans and gets in a pickup truck to pretend he's a good old boy from from a, a blue a blue-collar state, Ask Tim Ryan, as a Democrat, do you agree with the president that America is an inherently racist country? Yes or no. You know, no, no, don't don't give me any of your nonsense about we need to forge a path forward and when I become the Senate, I will blah, blah. No, no, no. Yes or no. Biden says America is inherently racist. Do you agree with that? Uh, These are the things that people can do to help power the future and to help our whole country. Because to help my organization, which is to help energy workers, is to put the right leaders in Congress who will push for policies and and enact policies that are good for America's energy future and push back on the radical green movement, the radical Soros uh, and Tom Steyer-funded movement, which is trying to cripple our energy industry. That's the best thing they can do to help us.
1: You know, you're absolutely right. The questions need to come from the American people because the good questions are not going to be shouted out by the media. They're not going to ask those questions. They're And if they do, they're going to ask them in such a, a convoluted way, they're going to reconstruct the whole sentence to make it sound like something else. You know, just like Chris Wallace the other night trying to trap uh, McCarthy. It was just disgusting what he did. I didn't watch the show. I won't watch him, but I saw no. snippets of it. And I'm thinking, why do they still have him on? Why is anybody yeah. watching Chris Wallace? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. And... But they will not ask these questions that need to be asked. They don't care about no. the people out here in rural America.
2: No, and, 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 and you know, land. going back to, to Chris Wallace, it's pretty funny, because even when he was still President, Trump pushed Chris Wallace to say, I would like to see you ask Joe Biden some of these questions. Tell Joe Biden to sit here with you for an hour and have this conversation like I am doing. And you know he's not going to do it. And... Yeah. Chris Wallace kind of chuckled and said, oh, we have an open invite to the Vice President Biden. But everyone knew what, what the truth was. Chris Wallace yeah. would never push Joe Biden that way. But you're right, uh, they don't care about rural America and Tim Ryan to win in Ohio, uh, just like the Democrat is going to try to win in Missouri, will focus on three big urban areas and just hope there's enough naive Blue-collar Democrats, blue-dog Democrats that are any left um, who will just be enough to push him over the edge. Tim Ryan will spend all of his time in Ohio in inner city. He will do race-baiting, campaigning, and then he'll have photo ops on a tractor with his son <laughs> wearing coveralls <laughs> saying, I'm a man of the people, but that's not how sure. he wants to win, and that's not how he will uh, be a senator.
1: Just call me John, dear. You know, it's... uh That was a joke. uh, (laughs) I'm glad that you pointed it out that way because I want every one of my listeners in rural America to hear that. These guys, they're going to concentrate on the cities and outnumber your votes. That's why they want to do away with the electoral college. That's why they want to redistrict everything and turn the lines because they don't want you to have a voice. So you need to, now that you're awake... You need to get busy and get out there. Let your neighbor know, we've got a vote. They're going to do this. Download that uh, executive order. Download the Green New Deal. Download the stuff they keep pointing at us and uh, throwing at us and telling us this is how it's going to be. And go to some of these websites like Power of the Future that tell you the truth of what's really happening. And... Mm-hmm. uh You've, you've got to educate yourself and then get, get out there and ask the hard questions at the town hall. Yep. Ask the hard questions because the media is not going to. And I hear the music.
0: <laughs>
2: I hear the music again. The fastest yeah. hour, Beth Ann, The fastest yeah, yeah. hour on radio.
1: Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much for all that you do for rural America and for our energy sector. It's so important. We see it slipping away, and we're not going to let it. We're going to wake up because we are awake, and we're going to get busy. Daniel, thank you. God bless you. Let's do all that we can, folks, to bring America home.
3: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody ever having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board... You have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.